0: In the first reading we are reminded of God's great generosity in bestowing his gifts uh, in a in a super abundant way that these 70 elders were appointed by God to help Moses uh, to share the burden of leading the people and these chosen elders Uh, were to go out and to receive the spirit. Now, we don't know why Eldad and Medad were not there, uh, but you can just almost hear uh, the other, you know, 68. But they didn't come out. Why did they get it too? You know, they didn't play by the rules. Uh, But yet God still chose to give his spirit to them. God's ways are mysterious uh, and especially God is always looking for ways to uh, bless us in ways that we do not expect and that all of the elders and indeed all of us can rejoice in God's great generosity but as both the second reading and the gospel remind us that we will have to answer for how we use the gifts that we are given. For St. James, he is very concerned that those who have means uh, begin to assume that they deserve their wealth, that their wealth Is somehow uh, theirs by right and not to be used for the good or the benefit of others or as he says toward the end uh, when they act unjustly in withholding wages from their workers so it's not the wealth itself that is the problem Uh, it is the attitude uh, You know, there is that old saying uh, that money makes a great servant, but a horrible master. Indeed, it's when we place something other than God in that first and primary place in our lives that we get ourselves in trouble, Uh, that indeed we commit the sin of idolatry uh, by worshiping something other than God as our God. Uh, It could be money, it could be nature, it could be any host of things that we could place there. But it is a reminder and a sobering reminder that each of us will have to make an account of ourselves Uh, before God on the last day we will have to give an account for how we used the great gifts that we were given in reading this reading I was thinking back to my childhood like many children uh, I was given an allowance for doing my chores and that uh, allowance was kept in a little tiny jar in a special drawer um, in, in my mother's room. And I remember kind of going to visit the jar uh, and seeing all the nice bills in order and there getting to be more of them uh, and feeling so pleased with myself. Uh, and yet the whole point of that exercise was to teach me responsibility uh, that that yes I help around the house and yes this is money is given to me but to use not simply to save and to be miserly and but to use uh, in terms of um, you know fun things that little boys uh, collect like baseball cards and going to movies and heaven forbid, even putting something in the basket at church on Sunday, uh, to, ha- to remember that much has been given, and so in justice, uh, need to remember those who are less fortunate. And indeed, this is why the Holy Father, in designating today the World Day of Migrants and Refugees, Uh, reminds those of us in the world who have not experienced uh, what it is like to be uprooted from one's homeland, from fear of violence or political unrest, uh, what these brothers and sisters of ours go through, and to remember that the suffering in the world is greater than what we experience that our brothers and sisters uh, go through many trials and in focusing our attention on this particular uh, aspect uh, the Holy Father is not guilting us but is reminding us to keep our hearts open to the sufferings of our brothers and sisters and to use what resources we have spiritual or material for the benefit of others uh, that we've been given these gifts so that we can use them. In the gospel, John is, you know, kind of reporting to Jesus uh, that, hey, this other person is expelling demons in your name. Uh, We tried to stop him but couldn't. You know, this is the same apostle Uh, who begged Jesus to bring hellfire and brimstone down on a town. You know, please Lord, please let us call hellfire and brimstone down. Like, No, James, no, John, that's not how I operate. Because Jesus uh, is seeing that people are being freed from the grips of the devil. uh, That this is a good thing. And that that person will come to faith, uh, that, that he will invite that person into that relationship uh, with, with himself. And the last part of the gospel probably, I don't, I don't know about you, but kind of makes me squirm. Uh, but on the other hand, the church has never endorsed self-mutilation. Uh, so, you know, kind of what what is going on here. Again, it is a reminder uh, that we will give an account and that we will uh, be judged for our actions, how we treated one another, how we used the great gifts that God has entrusted to us. And I think the lesson for us is an important one, uh, that namely That we be severe in our judgment of ourselves and more lenient in judging one another in our own day and age we have it exactly the opposite uh, that we are lenient in judging ourselves and harsh in judging one another that we need to turn that focus inward because we can influence, yes, the lives of others, but we can really only do things with, about our own lives, about our own actions, uh, to, to be abundantly grateful for the gifts that we have been given, but also asking ourselves, am I doing everything that I can, that the Lord is calling me uh, to do? and to better to err on the side of doing too much uh, than too little. Uh, that we, in doing that, we are imitating God who is so generous, that God who poured out everything. Uh, the image, of course, of Jesus on the cross, giving his all of his human life for our reconciliation. So in imitating uh, the generosity of God, we draw closer to God. We are more conformed uh, to the image and the likeness of God and that we come uh, rejoicing with one another into that presence of God for all eternity.